<laughs> hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. And it feels so good to be back. Your boy have to take some time off to take care of the pack, man. But um, good to uh, let you all know that, um, you know, he's doing much, much better. But your boy is back and he's ready to talk about the New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, we're going to be talking about a topic that has went viral on social media all across all platforms. And I'm talking about the New Orleans Saints have named Taysom Hill. Well, I take that back. Taysom Hill could possibly be the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints this Sunday, week 11, versus the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, but <laughs> thank you all very much for taking the time out to check out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, if you're new to the State of the Saints podcast, hopefully this won't be your last time checking us out. We are the most interactive New Orleans Saints podcast. That is out there, okay? Don't get it twisted. We are the most interactive, all right? Might have some people out there that's trying to imitate, but you can't duplicate. <laughs> now, let's talk about Taysom Hill. Let's talk about Taysom Hill, man. Taysom Hill has been in the news. People are saying that he's going to be the starting quarterback. He's been getting the first team reps. He has been the guy that everybody uh, has been, you know, going crazy about. And... You know who that nation, I really don't get it. I really don't get how some people are just talking about the Saints uh, uh, losing their minds or they're, they're crazy because they have Jameis Winston on the side. Why would you allow Taysom Hill to be your starter when you got Jameis Winston? Okay. I am going to say something, and it might rub people the wrong way, but at this point, I don't care. Anybody that's out here criticizing Taysom Hill and saying that the guy can't play quarterback, I question your knowledge about football. I question your knowledge as a Saints fan. And I have to say that it's complete asinine, all right? Because what have you seen out of Taysom Hill that can tell you that he is not a good quarterback? What have you seen from Taysom Hill that you've seen that can tell you that this guy can't be a starter. What have you seen? What have you seen besides the fact that you're looking at the fact that Teddy Bridgewater came and started over him? What have you really seen? You have not seen this guy in real time as a starting quarterback because a lot of people in the Who That Nation, yes, I'm going to say it, your mind is clouded, okay? Because for 15 years, you have had great quarterback play. For 15 years, you have had elite quarterback play coming from Drew Brees. For 15 years, you have had an Ironman at the quarterback position. So there was no need for you to go out here to try to find another quarterback. We have had a McCown uh, uh, starting the game. Besides that, you had Mark Brudel and a couple people, you know what I'm saying, when the Saints had something sealed up, when they had the number one seed or a first-round buy sealed up. So what in the world have you seen for you to say that Taysom Hill is not a good quarterback? I've heard people say, well, TJ, what about that game against the Cardinals when he threw five interceptions? That was in a preseason game. But I would like to interest you in the fact that, yeah, he played bad in that game, 
But what happened the following season when he started? Well, when he played in a preseason game, when the Saints were down 17 to 3, 17 to 3 versus the Los Angeles Chargers, and he helped the Saints score 18 unanswered points. How many of us have been having conversations and debates over the offseason that the New Orleans Saints should have kept Taysom Hill in the game versus the Minnesota Vikings in a wild card game because everybody was saying that he was the best quarterback on the field that day, better than Drew Brees, better than Kirk Cousins. People are still debating that game to this day about Taysom Hill. So for all those people out there that are talking about Taysom Hill can't be a starting quarterback, once again, I ask you, what have you seen that can tell you that he's not a starting quarterback? What have you seen? Oh, I know. Since, we, since we're talking about guys making mistakes, why should we allow Taysom Hill to play when we can get Jameis Winston, right? But since we talk about mistakes, how is it that you can say that Taysom Hill fumbled the football? Taysom Hill had four turnovers, but then turn around and say, Jameis just start? Are you kidding me, man? Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind, all right? And, and the thing about it is you should want Taysom Hill to start. That's right. I said it. You should want Taysom Hill to start. You know the reason why you should want Taysom Hill to start? Because shouldn't you know if Taysom Hill is the future of the New Orleans Saints? Isn't it better than just assuming and guessing that he is the starting quarterback in the future of the New Orleans Saints versus actually seeing him in real time versus actually seeing him out there under center? I think that as a Saints fan, you should want to see that. I mean, as far as Jameis Winston is concerned, we've seen what Jameis Winston has to offer, right? Anything else would be a, a step up for Jameis Winston. If Jameis was to come into the New Orleans Saints organization, if he was to learn under Sean Payton, anything else would be, I mean, a step up, a notch up for Jameis Winston. So why is it that you can't understand that we seen what we saw out of Jameis. Why is it so hard for you to want to see what you know, what Taysom Hill has to offer? And for all those people out there that's talking about, man, he ain't going to be, he ain't this, he ain't that, he, he not a starter, he not a quarterback. I heard the same whispers. I heard the same energy talking about Teddy Bridgewater. How did that turn out for you? You know, Saints fans, sometimes it's okay to just shut up and, and you know what I'm saying, and allow nature to take its course to allow things to kind of happen we want to be football aficionados we want to be know-it-alls we want to be the first one to the spot we want to be the first person to tell everybody i told you so look man sometimes it's just good for us to just shut up okay we should have learned our lesson with teddy bridgewater people are asking me man what you think about Taysom? what you think about Taysom? my answer to you is to give this guy an opportunity. What's the worst that can happen? The Saints lose a game? Big deal, okay? It's not the it's not the worst thing in the world if the Saints actually end up not, you know what I'm saying, not winning against the Atlanta Falcons. It's not the worst thing in the world. At least you know what you actually have. If he goes out there and stinks it up, at least we know that, man, maybe we need to go in another direction. But it would be crazy for us to just say, oh, he's not a quarterback. Just for the simple fact that, he hasn't been under center. Why would he? Like, <laughs> that's the crazy thing. Why would Taysom Hill be under center when Drew Brees is the quarterback? 
For 15 years, Drew Brees has been a quarterback. I mean, I mean, Taysom Hill is not going to outplay Drew Brees. It's not going to happen, folks. So how would you actually see if Taysom Hill is the guy? How would you see it? How would you actually see it? You know he ain't about to get the first team reps because Drew Brees is there. So it's okay to be quiet. It's okay to shut up. It's okay to let nature take its course. I mean, aren't y'all tired of being wrong? Like, seriously, I've seen people jumping out a window, man. Teddy Bridgewater ain't it. And I throw myself in the equation. That's why I learned my lesson. That is why I learned to be quiet. That's why I learned to shut up and allow things to happen. It's, it's simple, folks. There's nothing wrong with that. Like going back, talking about evaluating how I got, you know what I'm saying, throw the football, or oh, he a gadget player. He a gadget player. He's a gadget player because we got Drew Brees. So let's pump the brakes, okay, for all the criticism out there with Taysom Hill. Allow the guy to play the game. And then we can talk about him at the end of the game. If he throws the ball and he throws four interceptions and he stinks it up, then we can talk about maybe going in a different direction. But as of right now, man, we're just doing – we're, we're just assuming right now. And you know what they say when you make assumptions. I don't think I need to tell you. I think you already know. Uh, thank you, everybody that's in the chat right now. Thank you for all those that are filing in right now. I'm going to go ahead and um, and uh, read some of the, the chat here. I'm going to start with Damien. Damien says, I wouldn't be shocked if he has a great game or a terrible game, TJ. Well, I mean, at least you know what you have. At least you know what you have. Like that's that's what what like wouldn't you want to know? And you know, all I, I just don't understand it. Like I, I just don't get how people can just automatically just dismiss this man after you've seen absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I heard Sean Payton and Jameis got in a fight. I don't know about that, man. I ain't hear nothing about that. Uh Keen Arthur says we also shouldn't be running him in the ground if we want him to succeed uh drew well i think the way the saints set him up you know i think that that'll be you know what i'm saying i think that i think they set him up right man you know I, I don't think they just kind of just put him in harm's way rj mason says some people are not real uh true saints fans i don't want to say that rj i just think that sometimes like logic don't sit in sometimes with saints fans not not everybody but I don't think people look at things logical, you know. I just think that people just just fall in love with names, fall in love with nostalgia. And they just think automatically just because Jameis Winston uh is a name that everybody's familiar with and they know that, you know, you know, he's a quarterback and he threw for 5,000 yards just automatically just people like, well, let's just go with Jameis, you know what I'm saying? Because Jameis is a familiar name. But I mean, I don't know, man, get a guy a shot. Uh, TJ, uh, you are right. Winston should be starting Sunday. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, I, I think, like I say, you have to know what you have with Taysom. Wouldn't you like to know what you have with Taysom? I just, I mean, I, I don't understand it. Like, why, why wouldn't you want to know what you have? You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you know what you have? I, I, I don't get it. If Sean Payton pulls this off, he's the best offensive mind in the NFL. Well, I, I, I tell you this, Jacob. I, I fail to believe that Sean Payton has had Taysom Hill in his system for four years and he hasn't developed some type of package for uh, Taysom. 
you know, going forward. I mean, this is a guy that dots every I and cross every T's as a coach. So I'm pretty sure he has a package ready for, for Taysom, you know. Taysom did better than Bridgewater last preseason, but was still third string. Well, I mean, I just think that the way that, that Teddy Bridgewater uh, was in the system and the fact that a lot, of, a lot of the tendencies that Teddy has is kind of similar to Drew, I think he was the best fit. And I think a lot of people aren't really truly fully understanding that Teddy Bridgewater was in his second year as a starter for the New Orleans Saints. He came there uh, at the end of preseason from the Jets. The Saints traded for him. And he played in that week 17 game. You know, and then he didn't play anymore. So he had a he had he had a whole season and an offseason to be in the same system. So maybe a lot of people aren't looking at the fact that Jameis doesn't really fully know the New Orleans Saints offensive system like Taysom does. Taysom has been in this system. Taysom has been in a quarterback room. Taysom has been, you know what I'm saying, in these type of situations. He understands a little bit more than Jameis. And sometimes it's not so much always about, you know, you know, throwing a ball and who got the best arm and all that kind of stuff. You know, the Saints have a very complex offensive scheme. I mean, I mean, have y'all heard Emmanuel Sanders talk about it? How how the Saints have like all these different personnel changes? Can you imagine as a quarterback, you have to know where these personnel changes and what these players have to do and where they need to be for all these different plays? It's complex. It's a very complex offense. So maybe Taysom is a little bit further ahead of the curve. And let's not forget that Taysom Hill was the number two string quarterback for the New Orleans Saints at the beginning of the season when it comes to the depth chart. We just assume, including myself, and that's one of the reasons, folks, I just said that I am just going to just completely throw, you know, my way of thinking out the window and just roll with it. Taysom Hill was the number two coming into the season. So, I don't see why it's a surprise when you think about it. If he's a second-string quarterback, shouldn't he be the backup to Drew Brees? Shouldn't he get the start? You know, so I don't know, man. I just I, I'm just reserving my judgment to to I see an actual game. Honestly, I'm scared of Julio, not me. Uh, I want to see uh, how it looks. Uh, just let it ride. Yeah. Like I said, if it works, then we know we have something. If we don't, then, you know, at least you know what you have, man. Oh, can you imagine, like, if the Saints were like, okay, we ain't going to go with Taysom, and then Taysom go somewhere else and, and find success, we'll be mad as fans, right? I know I would. You know, if, if Taysom never get opportunity to play in a game, never get a chance to start, and the Saints end up, like, letting him go, and he goes somewhere else and finds success, you would be mad as a fan. You know it, and I know it. You'll be like, man, why do we got? Why do we get rid of Taysom Hill? So let the man, let him see. Let's see what he have. Mike James says the man ain't no next Steve Young. Once again, Mike, how do you know? How do you know what you have? How do you know? You know, I I, I just don't understand it. I'm pretty sure a lot of you that work at jobs probably went into the job not having no type of experience or one time after another, you probably applied for a job that you never did before, but you was betting on a, a manager or 
or some a supervisor to gamble on you that you can actually get the job. So how, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about this logically, right? Think about this. How is it that you want this guy to take a chance on you, but you know what I'm saying? But you don't want to take a chance on Taysom. You have the experience, right? You have like some tools that kind of apply to the job, but you're trying to sell this supervisor on the fact that you can do a job, right? You're asking this guy to gamble on you. So why is it that we're just, you know, just, just clear cut, like Taysom ain't the guy? How do you know? How do you know? How did that supervisor know that you was the right guy for the job or the right woman for the job? How did they know? You never had experience. You never did some of the things that they were they're asking of this person to do for the job. But you, the, the manager, the supervisor said, okay, I'm going to give you a shot. And you know what I'm saying? Some of you probably been at your job. 10 years some of you job probably been up you know what I'm saying a little less five years but you're still on the job you're still doing something that you probably had no experience doing before you did it so he has experience doing that right you know what I'm saying he has a little experience he's been a quarterback at BYU and like I said <laughs> why would Taysom Hill play why would Taysom Hill be under center x amount of times why would he do that why would he? Why would he be under center X amount of times over Drew freaking Breeze? That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Drew Breeze is arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Do you seriously think that Taysom Hill has a chance, a shot, an opportunity to beat out Drew Breeze? Heck no. Nah. It makes no sense whatsoever, folks. What are we doing here? What are we doing? It's so easy for us to dismiss people. Like, I don't get it. Like, if we if we think about football, how we think about real life in real life situations, we will realize some of the some of the things that we say and what we do is like really, really not smart. Give the guy opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Give the guy opportunity. The guy of a force, he, he deserves an opportunity to sink or swim. That's my honest opinion. He he earned a right to swim, sink or swim. Taysom is going to surprise a lot of people. Well, I hope so. I, I really do. I hope so. I hope he does. Yo, TJ, the host, let's get behind Taysom, play some defense and special teams with the W. I agree. Sean uh, will have whoever uh, starting ready. I agree. I mean, he went out and said, I mean, it's, it's not set in stone that Taysom will start. I mean, Adam Schefter uh, reported the story. He said that there's a possibility that Taysom can start, but Sean didn't say that. So who knows? You know what I'm saying? We might see a combination of Jameis and Taysom. You never know. Five interceptions in one game. All were terrible, terrible, terrible. And you're talking about something that happened in 20 freaking 17. 20 freaking 17, dude. Are you serious? Are you serious? You're holding this dude, you're holding this dude accountable for something that happened three years ago. But like I said, that's how Saints fans do it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like we we just hold God, like, I don't know, man. If we held Teddy accountable. For 2018, week 17. And then <laughs> this dude came in and what? 
He came in what mid second quarter. Backup offensive line, backup running backs, backup wide receivers. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you trying to judge and determine that a guy is going to be successful with backup offensive line? Week 17, the Saints went out and got two offensive linemen off the street. And Teddy Bridgewater came into the game. And, it, and it, y'all expected Teddy Bridgewater to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. Taysom Hill went out there with backup offensive linemen because you're not going to risk your starting offensive linemen, your starting running backs, your starting receivers to get hurt. You're not going to do that. And this man went out there with that, and y'all judging this guy based on that. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? And, and then on top of that, like I said, this happened three years ago. You know what can change in three years? Do you know what can change in three seasons? This guy has more knowledge. He knows where he needs to be, has way more confidence. Like It makes no sense. And if we're judging preseason, since we're doing that, you're talking about what happened a year before, but why not talk about what happened a year after when the Saints were down 17-3? to and he, and he led the Saints back scoring 18 unanswered points. Why are we not talking about that if we're going to talk about preseason? But I don't put stock into preseason because once again, <coughs> excuse me, once again, it's preseason. All these guys are trying to, all these guys are trying to make the team, right? So I don't know, man. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. I'm giving a guy a chance. And if the guy goes out there and be successful, imagine how stupid some of y'all going to look. I, I hate to say it like that, but I'm just being serious. Imagine how dumb some of y'all going to look because y'all just quick to dismiss the guy. And, and let's just be serious. Most of y'all just missing a guy because y'all want t- um, Jameis Winston. That, that's it, man. Y'all want y'all want bombs down the field because y'all didn't fail for the okey-doke that the national media has been giving y'all. Because they're saying that team success is defined by throwing the ball down the field because they fall in love with quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, the guys that can roll out and throw 60 yards on one foot. Now, all of a sudden, Y'all want this. Y'all want this type of success too. Y'all want this type of quarterback too. It does not take sixty yards down the field on your back foot to determine that you can be a good quarterback. It does not determine that you can shake guys and you know what I'm saying, leave guys in the dust like a Lamar Jackson to define success. Everybody can't be those guys. Some guys got to be strategic. Some guys got to be time on task. Imagine how some of y'all are going to look. Because y'all looking at some of these other quarterbacks and y'all following Monday morning quarterback, which I feel like is hypocritical because on one hand, y'all don't want to believe what the media telling y'all because they disrespecting the Saints. And then on the other hand, y'all want to believe the media because they're telling you that Patrick Mahomes is the new wave. They're telling you that Kyler Murray is the new wave. Knock it off, man. Like, seriously, knock it off. Knock it off. I don't care about 60-yard bombs. I really don't. I don't care about 50-yard bombs. I don't care about guys throwing the ball off their back foot. I don't care about guys making guys miss and throwing the ball down the field. That's exciting football. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather win. I don't care how the Saints win. I don't care if they win by two. I don't care if they win by three. I don't care if they win by 21 or 35. As long as they win the game, that is the most important thing. The win against Tampa is equivalent at the end of the day it's the equivalent to the victory 
that they beat the San Francisco 49ers by. Who cares? Okay. Who cares? But once again, some of y'all are going to end up looking real, real crazy because you're judging a guy <laughs> that never had an NFL start. And you and you and you say why he never had an NFL start. Think about think about how crazy this sounds. You're judging a guy that never had an NFL start, and the reason he never had an NFL start is because he backs up the all-time leading passer, the all-time leading completions, or all-time leading touchdowns, or first ballot Hall of Famer. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? That, that makes no sense. None. Zilch. Zilch. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Like, that's so crazy. Like, yo, what y'all expect? Y'all expect him to go out there? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Y'all expect him to go out there and, and outplay Drew Brees? Like, like, seriously, man. Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. Like that makes no sense. I hate to laugh like this, but it's ridiculous. Like if Drew Brees retired, and then we had trading camp, and it was like Jameis versus Chase, and he didn't beat out Jameis, then I'd be like, okay. But <laughs> what you expect? Like I'm serious. This man never had a start because Drew Brees is an Iron Man. He never get opportunity to play. Because we have the greatest quarterback of all time. What is going on, man? Like, seriously, what are we doing? What are we doing here? It makes no sense, man. Mike says, TJ, at the beginning of the season, you were saying Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray, et cetera, were the quarterbacks to have in today's NFL. And you're going to talk about people changing up. Well, Mike James, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I definitely said that. I definitely said those guys are the new wave of the NFL. And I never just and I never moved away from that. But I also said, I like how you said that. I also said is you don't need that to generate success. So I'm saying they are the new wave, but I'm also saying that you don't need that in order to win. I, I just, I definitely did say that. I said that statuesque quarterbacks are becoming a lost art, which they are. However, there's still a place for a Phillip Rivers and a Tom Brady and a Drew Brees, okay? So I like how you have every now and then, you have people that try to come in the chat to try to make it seem like I'm twisting up my words. But Mike, come harder than that, my friend. Come better than that. I never said that that this wasn't the new wave. I'm saying you don't need those type of guys to generate success. Obviously, Drew Brees is proving that. So nice try, my friend. But better luck next time. Moving on, uh, Taysom Hill Fantasy Football Sleeper Championships. Amaya says, "Do you think uh, Seahawks are contenders again?" I always thought. Uh, I always thought that the Seahawks were contenders, man. As long as they got Russell Wilson. As long as they got Russell Wilson. Taysom Hill and Kamara have so much potential together temporarily, of course, uh, until Breeze comes back. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have some RPO, man. You're going to have some different things that, that Taysom can bring to the table. 
Of course. Okay. You're going to have those things. Uh, Donald Cook says, I don't want to see Hill at quarterback. Well, hate to say it, Donald. Too bad. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> Monday stats, uh, Hill, 14 to 21 touchdown, three rushing touchdown, 205 yards in my opinion. Long as they generate a win, I can care less. I, I don't care. I'm about to open up the phones, man. I'm about to open up the phones, let some of y'all talk, say what y'all got to say, because I feel like this is a topic that everybody wants to talk about. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I appreciate people, you know, call, you know, listening to the show and try to, you know, you know, heed my every word and then try to use my words against me. But if you're going to use my words, make sure that you quote me correctly. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, quote, quote a brother correctly. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, and anybody that knows me knows if I'm wrong, I come out here and say that I'm wrong. You know, that I feel like that that separates me from most people. You know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But please don't misquote me. Please don't do that. Uh Keen Arthur, what's going on, man? Keen Arthur. Keen Arthur, you there? Are you good? Yeah, I can hear you, man. What's going on? Boy, I done slid up in this thing first, boy. I don't know how to act, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm cool, yeah. Hey, yeah. first mm-hmm. of all, tell who that nation to pipe down, bro. What if they would have judged Tom Brady like this when Doug went down? You hear me? Mm-hmm. We would have never known what Tom Brady was going to be. I'm not a fan. I'm just saying, though. We would have never known what Tom Brady was going to be if he, if Doug Flutie would never went down and they gave him a shot. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Come on, you man. And Drew Bledsoe. You know, I'm sorry. You know what I mean. Yeah, My I, bad. I, got you. I got you, Drew Bledsoe, man. Yeah, of course. What I'm saying, though, like, we got we to gotta calm down and stop being prisoners of the moment, man. It's, it's causing us to ignore logic, and that's what kills me about who that nation. We fly off the handle before we have all the facts. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and you, know what, you would think they learned their lesson from Teddy Bridgewater. That's, that's what I don't understand. Yeah. You would think. Everybody was like, man, Teddy ain't it. Teddy ain't ready. Teddy ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? Teddy go out there and win five games. You would think, like, you know, they'll shut up. But, obviously, that's not the case. Hey, TJ, what's the old saying, bro? Those who ignore history are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. <laughs> so, here's, here's another thing for me, bro. Why is it that people think there's only one way to be successful? I, I call it template bias. And what I mean by that is, if I set a template and I'm I'm extremely successful with that, the masses will get used to that and they'll start to think that that's the only way you can be successful. Exactly. Just because these cats are throwing the ball down the field, first of all, that's the riskiest way to move the ball right. straight up. Mm-hmm. You 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 get your you get your yards and all that from that, but no risky, no biscuit, right? Right. But you're ignoring the fact that that it does say it's risky. So if you're sitting there doing that, there's a high chance you're gonna turn the ball over. Exactly. Secondly, a assassin who can hit you from long range with a sniper is just as deadly as one that can kill you up close with his hands. Right. It's not only one way to do this, man. Right. Like, which one you think hurts a defense more? You you hitting them with quick strikes or you taking your time picking them apart? Right. That makes them tired. <laughs> that makes – oh, not to mention, hey, TJ, I think the, the, um, the way we succeed – Run the ball 30 plus times, right. cause the defense to collapse and fill the box, and then you hit them with the intermediate to deep game if that's what you want to do. Right. 
all of all the while you burning up clock, time of possession, keeping the other team off the field. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I hate the dirty birds, but them boys can put up points. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they 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 one of the top five. They, look, they're one of the top five in offensive efficiency, but they also second to last and on um, pass defense. So I mean, yeah, you know that you know they they calling back some some old cold cups back there. You hear me? Anything. Right. <laughs> I mean, but it's the—I mean, it's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? It's a double-edged sword. You can be in one of those games where, you know, I mean, you're going up against a team that can score. I mean, this is a challenge to your defense, right? It's a challenge to your defense. And a 31st and pass defense is a challenge and also an opportunity, a strong opportunity for you to really see if you got something in Taysom Hill. Let me ask you this real quick, TJ. Mm -hmm. Do you think that – uh? The fact that Taysom Hill is 30 years old and he have his age is higher than his passing attempts, is that concerning to you? No. No, it's not. Because you got to look, man, you got to look at the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to look at the situation. I mean, we knew. Okay, okay first off, he went to BYU, right? So right. after after you graduate from BYU, you got to go on a missionary journey. He, he came into the NFL when he was 25. You know what I'm saying? So... He, you know what I'm saying? He did his missionary work, came into the league when he was 25, started off with the Green Bay Packers, been with the Saints ever since. Are you going to beat out Drew Brees? Seriously. Are you going uh, – like, did you expect at any time for Taysom Hill to come in, right? You know what I'm saying? To come in to beat out Drew Brees. Like, logic, like logically, King Arthur, that makes absolutely no sense, man. And You know what I'm saying? And then another thing, I, I want to bring this up, man. Okay, from Slim Dan said – Teddy ain't no Drew Brees. That's the thing. Why that's are we comparing point. guys to Drew Brees? <laughs> Drew Brees is great. Like that's that's the thing. Like just like because you just he's said, not Drew Brees don't mean he can't be serviceable, man. Thank like you, you got to chill. You. Thank you. Everybody, look. I promise. Look, I, I, I'm about to tell um the who that nation is, King Arthur. It's about to be a news flash to some, probably not to many. Everybody is not Drew Brees, and when the Saints. Decide to move on from Drew Brees and Drew Brees retires. There's going to be a drop off in quarterback play. That like there's only one Drew Brees. Stop comparing everybody to Drew Brees because right. there's only one Drew Brees. Because once Drew Brees um sail off into the sunset, there's a such thing called adjustments, ladies and gentlemen. And Thank I want you. y'all to remember that. Thank you. You can change a scheme of a team and still be successful, even if one of the better players who thrived in that certain uh system is gone. Right. You make adjustments. I don't, first of all, TJ, how the hell did we get into this? I'm sorry. How did we get into this this era where if your star player go down, the next like the talent and the production drops off so much that your season can be in jeopardy? Because the second stringers are not putting in as much effort as the first stringers. I don't understand that, bro. Like when uh, Joe Montana went out or or Steve Young took over, man, them boys ain't miss a beat. Right. Them right. boys ain't miss a beat. But I don't hold you. I know there's other people on the line, bro. So I'm gonna say this one last thing. It's a mm-hmm. question to you. Right. Do you you know Sean Payton like to get cute? So mm-hmm. do you think that boy is keeping the whole quarterback starting thing up in the air to make it tougher for Atlanta to scheme for um? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what it is. You <laughs> know, I mean, I feel I feel like somebody in the building. I mean, look, as much as Sean Payton hates um, leaks inside of the building, 
Why is it that Adam Schefter can get this story about Taysom Hill starting and then him turn around and just completely contradict Adam Schefter's story like that? He's doing that to confuse Raheem Morris and Atlanta Falcons. So, I mean, even though, to me, even though Taysom Hill, they said that he start, don't mean that you won't see Jameis. But uh, Keen Arthur, man, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to move on to Chosen, man. Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on? Hey, TJ, man, just let, let me live up my fantasy real quick right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always want this is the closest thing to radio I got. So, and you're a radio man. What does that mean when they when you tell people, I'll be right back, we got to we gotta go pay some bills? What, what what does that mean? Uh, That means that the sponsors, you know what I'm saying, the sponsors are the ones that keep the, that keep the station going. You know what I'm saying? When they say pay some bills, the sponsors are the ones that, you know, keep the stations, uh, you know, going as far as with revenue and stuff like that. So when they say pay some bills, that means those commercials are the ones that's, uh, you know, making the money for the station. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. My bad. That's all right, all right, off that. But, um, yeah, man, like, like I defended Jameis when I thought he would be starting to whoever. We, we can't judge because we don't know. Like, you really don't know. You can't say something until you got the facts. And I tell you what, if Taysom come out and he play, whether he do good or do bad, just like we did with Taysom, it's still one. I mean, with Teddy, it's still one game. I feel like we only have a sample size. You know what right. I'm saying? We can't, we can't go off that. I feel like us as Saints fans, we got so we so spoiled, man, to where we want everything our way right, right then and there. Right. Like, what happened to development? What happened to molding this player? What happened to being patient? We so used to guys coming in, contributing right away with the right. Marshawn Lattimore's, the Alvin Kamara's, the Michael Thomas's, the Davenport's, mm-hmm. the, the Sheldon Rankings. Mm-hmm. We want guys, the, the Cesar Ruiz, you know, the Nick the Nick um Easton. We want guys to come in and immediately play like a starter or a top five guy in the NFL. But yes. the reality is everybody's not that talented. And sometimes, man, i seen this guy in the chat say, well, Taysom is not better than Jameis. Okay, that may be true, but by him being not better than Jameis, that doesn't mean he ain't qualified for the job. Nick Foles not better than Tom Brady, but mm. Nick Foles handled him at L in that Super Bowl. Sometimes it's about right. coaching staffs, it's about positioning, sometimes it's about matchups, and sometimes it's about the system. You know what right. I'm saying? What works for you is a game plan. We're not saying that Taysom is – is is better and like you say the whole Drew Brees comparison. Drew Brees is Drew Brees. It exactly. would never probably we probably be dead and gone by the time another Drew Brees come back. We, Drew Brees is, is 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 once in a lifetime. So we got to do what we have to do, man. We have to run the ball. We have to play fundamentals and stop relying. We relying on this man so much, and he not even gone yet. I can right. only imagine how sad it's gonna be when this man, you know, the 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 real Saints fans gonna come out. Are y'all Saints fans? Are y'all Drew Brees fans? Because as much as I love yeah. Drew Brees, when he go, I, I still got a root for my Saints, and it's still an organization. Football don't, ain't gonna stop when Drew Brees stop. You exactly. know, football still gonna go on. I don't know. If people forgot about that. Yeah, we are gonna miss him, but you know, the see the NFL ain't gonna stop when Drew Brees go. Man, we just need to go ahead and get that out of our head. Play what we gotta play. Give Taysom a chance. Stop, stop ridiculing the man before, before the you know what I'm saying the clock even tick before the coin even get flipped. We already ready to ridicule this man, and right. as soon as he get good, the same people we gonna be on chat. Oh, tasting this, tasting that. Well, I keep receipts, Joe. I, I, I keep receipts, bro. Oh, yeah, I keep receipts, especially especially for them fans that that act like they just you know what I'm saying beyond reproach. Yeah, I, I keep those receipts, man. And I, I keep. 
Yeah, and I'm glad that, you know, a lot of these guys are not coaches or GMs. It shows why they're not. It shows where they're at in their lives as far as, you know, careers because coaching would not be one of them. They might be great at something, but coaching and staffing, Sean Payne know what he's doing, man. These guys know what he's doing. Taysom yeah. did not just sit on that bench um, looking at that damn tablet on YouTube, searching YouTube videos. The man know what he's doing. Drew Brees <laughs> worked with this man. You know what I'm saying? And so is Jameis. So whoever out there. Give him a chance. We wanted to kill Jameis when when we heard he might be starting. When we assumed right. he might be starting, oh, he almost threw an interception. Jameis did this last year. Now you hear Taysom. Oh no, he not better than Jameis. Pick your poison. What do y'all want? Real. It ain't no pleasing some of these fans. Is you damned know. if you do, damned if you don't. That's why there I say go. you gotta. If 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 the Saints were to listen to these fans, we probably go zero and sixteen every year. Because don't <laughs> nobody, cause don't nobody know what they want. It's all emotion. And it's all favoritism. It's Man, all names. Don't nobody want to, you know what I'm saying, look in the silver lining through everything. But that's all I got, man. I held up your time long enough. Man, Chosen, man, I appreciate that call, man. Thank you. No problem, man. Hey, man. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth, you know? It's the truth, man. Like, I just be wondering, like, how do y'all know this, man? I mean, it's like I'm I'm, I'm hollering at Miss Cleo or Nostradamus or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe y'all can predict the future. But, bro, I'm, I'm reserving my judgment to the facts come out. You would think. You know, aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of being wrong? You know, like at least like see what the guy has to offer in 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 a full like a full sample size. You know what I'm saying? Uh, freedom uh, isn't free. Thank you very much for the 499. Says uh, Drew was uh, 28 when he came to New Orleans, so Taysom could easily play the next eight years with a good uh, physical therapy or regimen like Breeze. This is an audition. Yeah. And like I said, man, this is an opportunity for us to really see what this guy has to offer. So let's just chill out, man. Let the man get his opportunity. Uh, Sanchez, what's going on? What's going on, TJ? What's going on, bro? And nothing much, man. Uh, what you got for us? My, my honest opinion, shout out to Chosen. That was a great last call. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his points, you just can't satisfy nobody. You damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Right. Um, my energy going into – um, the next few weeks while our breeze is out, mm-hmm. it's the same energy that I was gonna have when you had to chat about Jameis, but I right. missed the uh call. Right. But let's just suit up and play. Like either right. one of these guys, the last thing they need this this is who they who that nation. The last thing either one of these guys need is for what one of us rooting against them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't need that right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just suit up. Let's just play. No matter who it is, no matter if it's Taysom Hill, no matter if it's Jason, uh, James Winston. Right. Let's just suit up and play, man. Like, for real. We don't give these guys a shot. Didn't, once again, didn't we just learn this last year when Teddy Bridgewater took over? Hmm. I... Look, man. I that's, that's, that's my whole point, Sanchez. I'm like, why? Like, why the heck are we still up here uh, in in the business of of dismissing quarterbacks and dismissing players before we actually get opportunity to see them? Right. Like, right. Like, you would think you learned a lesson, but apparently not. Right. And don't get me wrong. I was one of them guys. I was one of them physical me fans too. last year. I was one of them physical fans last year. Soon as Breeze went down in the uh, second quarter, first quarter, whenever it was. Oh man, oh, what's gonna happen? This season right. is over. Yep. Next thing you know, five and no, right? Five and no. And what happened? We rooting against Drew Brees coming back, hmm. we rooting against him coming back early. Yeah, so man, let, let's, just, let's just chill out. 
Come on, who that nation? Take a deep breath with me. Yep. For real, man. Let's just go. Let's just go out here and play, man. Exactly. Whether whether it's number seven, whether it's number two, let's go out here and play, man. Exactly. Who that? Man, thank you so much, Sanchez. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Uh, we gonna move on, man. We got who that Davis online. Who that man? What's going on? What's going on, TJ, bro? What's going? Look. What's going on, Aaron, man? What, what you got for us, man? Man, first of all, I gotta give my shots out to Chosen, man. I came in here with a whole ramp prepared. He done took away almost almost ninety ninety eight percent. What the hey, hell bro. I wanted to say? I would suggest anybody that's in the um, you know, what I'm saying in the line to call, like if you see Chosen before you, like you might as well just uh <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. Like Chosen, Chosen can play everything I want to say, bro. Like, he like, only oh. nothing on the bone. That's my guy, though, man. I mean, that's a realist right there, man. <laughs> but Aaron, man, thank you so much, man, being a part of the show, man. What, what you got for us, bro? All right, man. So I gotta hop on what Chosen talked about about Saints fans being spoiled, bro. I wanted to highlight this on my own little pregame show a little while ago, but I have my own little points. But I'm gonna hop on that real quick. I can't, I, I can't overstate this enough that we as Saints fans really are spoiled, and most of that was because of Drew Brees. But at the same time, like we, like there's nothing else to be said. Like we spoiled as hell. Like we want to, like we want to win so bad that we that 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 we skip the process of what it is for players to become like legit saints of playmakers. We mm-hmm. like we skipped that whole process. Like Caesar Ruiz is already getting heat because of the sack he gave with the Drew Brees uh, and, and, and it led to injuries. But no one wants to look at no, no one wants to read between the lines. Drew Brees had no business playing in that 49ers game. When you have okay. Craig Bridge on both sides of your on both sides of your rib cage say so stayed over two weeks. Let's look at who Drew Brees played over two weeks. You played the Chicago Bears, one of the best passing defenses in the league. You played Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who uh, who Jason Pierre, who Jason Pierre Paul got a got a hit on you for a strip sack, and you on your and you on your back, and you was the same crack crews over that. You had no business playing that game. Yeah, we can commend Drew Brees for playing for being this this tough guy, this guy of heart, and I even commended him for it. But it's also selfish. Now look at you. You went you went IR for three weeks instead of you, you instead of just. Thinking about yourself and your team, and taking yourself out for just one game, and let either James Winston or Taysom Hill hold the fort down and get yourself ready for Atlanta. Now you pretty much done played your last game. Uh, not, not only is this probably your last season, you probably just played yourself out of being in Atlanta Falcons for the final time before you retire. So that's that, that's a pick the poison, uh, double bladed, uh, double edged, uh, double edged sword right there for you for Drew Brees. So I don't understand this heat for season weeks. Over 400, over 440 snaps. 440 snaps, season we just taken. No, not one of those prior to that sack was a sack. He's given a one sack and his entire, and his entire season has started. That's more than what you can ask for out of a rookie with, who came in with the preseason he had. So everybody needs to calm down with this whole season release nonsense. Aquan Alexander, he only, he was only, he only practicing with the Saints for one week. And yeah, he had tackles for losses. Now I see everybody ripping off of him. Like this guy counted for three tackles for losses already. One was an impressive goal line stand to force a three now, and it's four nights had to force a field goal. And that wouldn't have happened if if Quan Alexander didn't, didn't get back there to stop Jerk McKinnon. So everybody needs to calm down. Yes, he's going to have missed tackles. Everybody on the Saints defense has missed tackles this season. Everybody. So what makes Quan Alexander so special? Like, like seriously, guys, I'm already seeing it. Just someone spamming. Hill's not ready. Well, God damn it! When are we gonna find out if Hill's ready or not? 
When are we gonna find out if he's ready, man? Like, come on, yeah. man. Y'all up here, like y'all, y'all ripping into what y'all wanna rip into. Sometimes y'all just out here trying to hear yourselves talk, but y'all but y'all, y'all not giving any substance. Everybody needs to take a they need to take a freaking pill. Watching plays with a fine-tooth comb, like man, like I'm I'll tell you, man. Saints love is from down to down by some of these fans. Like first down, you love them, second down, you hate them, third down, you love them. You know, like come on, man. Like, what you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody is not going, you know what I'm saying, to play a perfect game. You're gonna have some missed tackles, you might have some blown assignments every now and then. But I mean, like, man, like the fact that people around this thing like ripping, ripping Taysom Hill at like two backs up, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. And y'all expect this guy to be in the game playing consistently? Like, come on, man. Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> I, I put a, I put I put our Saints fan base one of the, as one of the top five most bipolar fan bases in the NFL. Man. And it's not even close. Not even close, man. I just had a conversation with with somebody on um <laughs> on Twitter talking about that, talking about man, it was wrong with, with, with Saints fans. I mean, she's out here. She she covers the North Carolina Tar Heels, man. But <laughs> she was like, I guess she was talking to the Saints fans about Taysom and uh, I don't know, man. But we got to do better. But uh, who that Davis man? Go ahead, plug your uh, podcast, man. Let everybody know about it before you go. All right, man. Look, everybody here on State of the Saints podcast. I know some of y'all have already checked on my streams. I got the State of Black and Gold. I'm gonna go ahead and keep and uh, link uh, my stuff as soon as TJ's done with his stuff. In the comments, he's probably going to pin it. He might not. But that's on the main man's right here. But right. go ahead and follow me. Go ahead and follow me at Facebook slash State of Black and Gold. Or you go ahead and follow uh, my Twitter at Real Aaron Davis. Like I said, all that good stuff is going to be down in the comment section after his live stream is over. That's it. That's all. Because over there, we bleed black and gold until we are dead and cold. That is yeah, what it is. I'll see you later, TJ, bro. Hey, man. You take it easy, man. And uh, looking forward to it, man. Great. Great show, you know what I'm saying? I, I seen episode one, uh, State of the Black and Gold, man. Great show. And, I mean, real knowledgeable guy, man. Shouts out to Aaron, man, doing a good job over there. Y'all support him. Uh, make sure you uh, – Aaron, make sure you put your uh, your links and stuff like that in the description, man. Let everybody be able to, you know, be able to uh, know where they, they can reach you. Uh, Jared, uh, thank you very much for 499. says, TJ, uh, who did you have last night, Jeezy or Gucci? <laughs> uh, honestly, man. I didn't even watch that. You know, like, I'm not real big on a versus thing, man, because I don't know, man. It just don't really make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't really like those versus battles like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys playing. I play one song going up against your other song. And it's not like they got judges out there that going to actually judge it. It's just basically public opinion. But um, I'm a, I grew up as a Jeezy fan, man. You know, I kind of, man, my, my sophomore year, of college back in 2005 when Jeezy first came out. So I kind of grew up with Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I like Gucci some of his songs, man, but I like Jeezy a little bit more than Gucci, but shouts out to Jeezy, man, for keeping it classy. Um it shows me that uh people can grow and evolve. You know, I mean, Gucci seemed like he wanted to take it to the streets. You would think that you almost 40 if not 40. And you still up here talking about, man, it, we got to keep it street. Like, dude, you ain't been in the streets in years, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go out here, fight, all that kind of stuff, bro. But you still going to your closed, uh, you know what I'm saying, closed gated mansion somewhere, man. So keep the stuff in the streets, man. And stop, uh, you know, keeping these young kids out here, man, warping their mind. 
give these guys a chance the way that you had a chance to grow and develop you know so i mean but shouts out to him man uh you know i mean that was my childhood man and not to mention it just made me feel super old man because i mean just thinking about those guys how long they've been in the game man i'm almost 40 years old and i was like 19 <laughs> when they first came out my goodness man my goodness uh marie says uh saints just signed a veteran quarterback uh who did they sign um uh, i was i wasn't surprised by that when they put drew Brees on ir so let me see what let me see what the saints got here let me see what the saints cooking up let's see who they signed uh well i don't see i don't see any okay okay trevor simeon okay trevor simeon uh signing with the new orleans saints okay trevor simeon you know from northwestern had a Played a few games with the Denver Broncos back in the day, you know. So, I mean, I expect for him to play. And But that ought to tell you right there, <laughs> I think that answers a lot of questions. I think you're going to see Jameis and Taysom playing, okay? Because if if not, then why would they sign Trevor Simeon? I think that kind of answers a lot of questions too. So you might see you might see uh, kind of similar to what you've seen from Drew Brees and, you know, Drew Brees and Taysom. So Optimus said Jeezy won, but Gucci makes more records and and more relevant. I don't know about that, you know. I mean, everybody's saying Jeezy won, so I'm gonna just take your word for it, but I don't think that as far as like, you know, number one, number one hits and all that kind of stuff, I think Jeezy has more than than Gucci, if I'm not mistaken. On billboard charts. I ain't just talking about like hood hood billboard charts. I'm talking about actual billboard charts. Uh your boy Jay says, I think we signed another quarterback just for depth, pretty much. Uh Steve Cohn says, I like this when they doubt him. He performs better. He always says, uh, look at the Texas games. Okay, little AJ says, When the last time uh, y'all uh got past the first round? Uh, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? It, it's been a while. Uh, since the Saints got past the first round, uh, let me see. The Saints always get past the first round, right? They got past the first round in, in 2017, right, against Carolina. And then they had a first round bye, and they got past the Philadelphia Eagles. So what the hell are y'all talking about? That makes uh, absolutely no sense. 2017, the Saints beat the Carolina Panthers. No, wait, let me see. Let me make sure I'm saying this right. Okay, they beat the Carolina Panthers. And they lost to the last minute against Minnesota. Then they play in the divisional round and beat the Eagles. And and everybody know what happened in 2018. The only time they didn't get past the first round was last year against the Vikings. So what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about here, man? He must be. It must be some kind of Falcon fan or something like that. Uh, I'm a Falcon fan. I, I wouldn't be saying that out loud. Not these days. Uh, Eric says Gucci uh, really won real talk. I mean, like I said, it's just public opinion. That's that's the one reason I don't really care for versus. I'm like, there's no judges up there that's saying, oh, this guy won. It's, it's just basically a matter of, like, your opinion. Jeezy won. Gucci won. And then it's people, like, just commenting and saying who won, who won, you know? So unless they really had, like, some actual judges, you know, it, it don't really make that much sense. Uh, Ray says ain't choking again. Look, man, I'm trying to let y'all Atlanta Falcon fans live. You know, I'm I'm trying to let I'm trying to let these Falcon fans live, man. Like I I look, 
I advise Falcon fans to please exit stage left. Please exit stage left. Like, seriously, exit stage left. Why? Like, I, I don't know, man. Please exit stage left. I'm trying to let y'all live, man. We we up here talking about quarterback situations. Uh, Ken Arthur says, I see there are quite a bit of delusional Falcon fans in here. Y'all literally come here just to be next to greatness. Y'all haven't done anything relevant to be chirping. Man, I'm trying to let them live, man. I'm trying to let them live. I'm I'm trying to let them live. Falcon fans hit their time of the month. They come straight on your podcast. I appreciate it, though. Don't get me wrong. You know, that just shows me, you know what I'm saying, the popularity of the State of Saints podcast, and it just shows me the very little relevance of the Falcons podcast because why wouldn't you want to be looking at Falcon podcast uh, during Saints week? I mean, I just don't understand it, but. You know, uh, dude, the Falcons are the most laughable heartbreak team of all time. Constantly uh, spitting uh, in their fans' faces. Yeah, basically, Falcons are so trash. They're not. They're not even worth the trash talk. That's what I'm saying, man. Why am I like? I'm not even like. They not even worth it. Like they're not even worth me talking about. I'll let y'all do it. Uh, twenty five is the magic number for the Falcons. Uh, why did we sign Jameis? Uh, because they felt like they had something. And honestly, and honestly, uh, with Jameis, man, it, it's helping him, to be honest. Like, it, it's really helping him. If Jameis goes out there and don't play well, you know, and, and because he has very little knowledge of the Saints playbook, it's only going to be hurting his future. So, in a way, it, it's probably beneficial to him to not play, you know? Ken Arthur said, TJ, uh, you can't let them live. I got you lightweight. And I, I mean, it's not even worth it, man. Like, it's not even worth it. Uh, the Falcon fans are high on some <laughs> uh, medicinal stuff. Uh, it's kind of funny hearing someone who is a fan of a losing team make fun of a contender. Enough said, Angela. Enough said. Uh, the Falcons talking about choking. I don't know, man. I, anybody else got anything else? Uh, <laughs> anybody else got anything else to say? You know, that's that's not uh, Falcon related. Somebody says Cowboys uh, two for sure. Let me see, Bridgewater two point uh, get a big fat contract. Yeah, I mean, the more you can hide on the bench, the better your chances are to get a contract and somebody willing to give you an opportunity. Would it be shocking if Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders have big games with Taysom starting? No, not really. Not really, because teams will have to account for Taysom Hill's ability to run, which caused them to stack the box, which caused uh, as long as Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas can win their one-on-ones, uh, yeah, there's a strong possibility. Same side, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, Let's see. Taysom going to be good for us. If he starts, uh, it will be exciting to see for sure. I believe in number seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that, man. Like, it, it, even if you're not a big Taysom Hill fan, uh, you have to you have to say that you're excited about this game just to see something that you didn't, you know what I'm saying, you never seen, and that's a Taysom Hill start. TJ, didn't they blow, like, four leads this year? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, man. <laughs> Nate, TJ, so let – Say Hill and Winston don't work out. 
who do you see us drafting as a quarterback? Uh, probably Justin Fields or uh, Trey Lance, you know what I'm saying, a guy from uh, North Dakota State, somebody like that. Or, you know, you might see somebody that come from another team, maybe like, a, um, you know, Matthew Stafford or something like that. Maybe, you know, like he'll be on a move or, you know, or maybe like a Sam Darnold or something like that. But, I mean, if it don't work out, man, just, just go young. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just go young. If none of these guys work out, just just get yourself a young quarterback, a guy that you can mold in an image of your system and just roll with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's the way I feel about it. TJ, so let's say, oh, I already read that. Uh, Sean says, I like the move, and I believe he is going to surprise a lot of people. Right. I, I mean, it won't surprise me, man. I mean, because... I don't know, man. My expectations are neither high nor low for Taysom Hill. Like, whatever happens, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to kind of sit back. And I think that's I think that's the best way to do it. And it's more fun, man. Like, when you don't have any expectations, like, it, it just makes things better. Then you can kind of, you know, evaluate a game better. You can evaluate a player better when you don't have no expectations. Like, our expectations are way up here because of Drew Brees. Because of Drew, like Drew Brees has set the bar so high that anybody else that comes into the game, if they're not 21 or 25, 350 yards and five touchdowns, then it's like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, I'm just going to evaluate this guy. First off, I'm evaluating him on the fact that he's not Drew Brees. All right. And I'm also evaluating to see, you know, some good things that he actually did, because I'm pretty sure it's not going to be your classic Drew Brees type offense. So I think we got to evaluate him a little bit different. Uh, Saints will show the NFL how good the Saints coaches are. Uh, they, they already showed me that. You know, they showed me that when Lattimore and Jenkins was out and they went up against Detroit. They showed me that when Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders went playing and they still went out there and balled out. You know, they showed me that. Matthew Stafford would be deadly with the Saints. Exactly. Uh, TJ, your expressions are too funny, man. <laughs> yeah, man I, I mean, you know, like I said, man, I'm just trying to let these, uh, I'm just trying to let these Falcon fans live, man. I'm just trying to let them live. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the starter and then Sean called Jameis as the starter uh, most of the time. Yeah, I mean, what? Okay. If Taysom was like going all the way and he wasn't going to do like any of the Taysom Hill stuff, then why would they sign Trevor Simeon? Uh, Taysom fixing a ball, TJ. I, I hope so. Uh, True Groat says, I feel Jameis would do just fine if you would give him a chance. Who's, I mean, who's to say that he's not going to get a chance? I mean, like I said, Trevor Simeon signing with the New Orleans Saints kind of tells me a lot it, it tells me a lot uh tj what are your five keys to victory against atlanta uh number one running a football would be one uh number two uh controlling the time of possession uh number three would be you know uh getting michael thomas uh more involved uh number four uh using Taysom hill you know what i'm saying in, in in a variety of ways which is rolling out uh, some of the quarterback draws, RPO type stuff. And number five, like really good defense. You know what I'm saying? Like getting pressure on Matt Ryan, 
uh, not allowing the offense of the Atlanta Falcons to like just wreak havoc, like just getting his face early and often and set the tone. Those are my five keys to victory. You know? uh, couldn't they show us how good uh, they are with Jameis? I mean, they probably could, but why wouldn't, like I said, why wouldn't you want to see what you have in Taysom? I mean, you'd have paid the guy $16 million a year, so why not use him? Why not? Yo, TJ, uh, when did you become a Saints fan? Uh, where are you a Saints fan with the Dome Patrol? Was I a Saints fan with the Dome Patrol? Yeah, I was, man. I mean, I was too young to appreciate their greatness, of course, but I've been a Saints fan since 1990. I'm going to just say I'm, I'm going to go that far because that's about as far as I can remember, man. My grandmother, Saints fan, uh, she's been a Saints fan since the expansion. And uh, just growing up in New Orleans, man, good, bad, and different, I've been a Saints fan, you know? Man, I done seen a good, I done seen a bad, I done seen an ugly, I done seen a horrible, I done seen a heartbreak. I, I mean, I experienced it all as a Saints fan. And, uh, you know, I say four years old, so I, I guess you can say 30 years I've been a Saints fan. Uh, Niners Empire rules Kittle destroyed the Aints, uh, but they didn't win last week, did they? Now, George Kittle didn't play, but they still lost. A loss is a loss. Uh, TJ, is it realistic they can we get Matt Stafford? Yeah, Matt Stafford is not happy in Detroit. He is not happy. There's not going to be much winning. You know what I'm saying? Detroit is a disease. I'm sorry if I have some Detroit Lions fans up in here, but they're a disease, man. And the thing about it is what I really just don't like about Detroit is the fact that they just hold these players, you know what I'm saying? Like, And, and these players that want to go other places in order for them to generate success, but they want to just hold these guys with the jaws of life. Like, we've seen it done with Barry Sanders. We've seen it done with Megatron. And now we've seen it with Matthew Stafford. Like, get this guy opportunity to go somewhere else because you know for damn sure y'all ain't about to win nothing. I mean, Matt Patricia, man, give me a break. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least y'all was in the playoffs when you had Jim Caldwell. I mean, that goes to show you right there, like, how horrible, like, the, the front office and their upper management are with that team. So give Matthew Stafford a shot, you know? And I would love to see Matthew Stafford in the Saints uniform. I mean, I think he deserves it. I think he deserves a shot to go out there and play and win. You know, at least get an opportunity, a shot at a Super Bowl. But you know you ain't about to get that with Detroit. What quarterback in the NFL has more power and heart than Taysom Hill? Uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Are you talking about as far as, like, like strength? Like, no, I don't think anybody does, but. Hart, Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, trying to see another player. I'm trying to see another guy uh, that has heart. That Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a lot of heart too. I mean, I want to say heart, but if we want to talk about like power, yeah. But there's a lot of quarterbacks with heart that that can match his. I'm not gonna even lie about that. Uh, LMAO, the truth hurts. Thank you for the $5. Says, I'm excited for the opportunity to taste him here. This is a great opportunity for this man. All he got to do is read the defense and no turnovers. Well, easier said than done when it comes about talking about reading the defense. I think sometimes, like, you know, in that regard, I think we take Drew Brees for granted the way that he can dissect defenses. Everybody can't do it that way. So, that just limit the mistakes, okay? Reading the defense and the game slowing down for you, 
just becomes, you know, uh, easier once your career starts to progress. Lions organization is hot garbage. I have to agree with that. I'm sorry, Detroit fans. I got a lot of respect for y'all, y'all, for what y'all been subjected to over the years, but you got to be real. You got to be real, man. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess Ray Ray sounds scared. Optimus Grind says, well, what do you think about the game plan is for Taysom? Is Sean going to let him loose to keep him on a strict play call? Uh, I think he's going to let him loose, man. And I think people are like underestimating Sean Payton, thinking that Sean Payton ain't had no play calls for this guy lined up years ago. Um, Sean Payton is a guy who overanalyzes, you know what I'm saying? Like over schemes. And that's one of the things that, that bothers us about Sean Payton. So I'm pretty sure he didn't have a game plan in case Taysom come in for years. I mean, that's just the way that Sean Payton is. Uh, hey, TJ, uh, I've been a Saints fan since we were wearing brown paper bags. Who that nation for life? Yeah, man. I mean, I'd have been I'd have been a Saints fan since, you know, going to Swaggins or, or Roberts, you know what I'm saying, and going out there and getting them bags, you know. I mean, I've been a Saints fan when people was embarrassed to wear Saints starter jackets. I mean, I've been a Saints fan for that long. Enough of the quarterback talk. Uh, can we stop the Falcons offense? Um, I would think so. Um, I think the Saints front four and the, the, the pass rush can be able to get to the Saints. Uh, the only thing that concerns me about the Atlanta Falcons is the fact that I'm I'm having a strong I'm having a strong indication that you're probably not going to see five or seven step drops. I think they're going to be trying to uh, do little quick three step drops on the Saints because the 49ers found success with that last week. So, wouldn't surprise me if the if the uh, the Falcon try to get the ball out of Matt Ryan's hands real quick because the Saints uh, kind of struggle with that, you know. But besides that, you know what I'm saying, I think the Saints should be able to, you know, keep it respectable. I mean, it's a divisional game. Nobody really be able to stop anybody, to be honest with you. I mean, when you know a team's tendencies like that, you know the players, you've seen them so many times, uh, you know their strengths, they know your strengths, they know your weaknesses, you know their weaknesses. I mean, I mean, it's made the best man win at this point. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the defense can do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to see if Davenport, this might be a Davenport game, you know, a Davenport game where he actually gets some pressure on Matt Ryan, maybe get a couple sacks. Um, I know usually like Cam Jordan is the, is the Falcon killer, but um, I really don't think he's going to have that much success against the Falcons uh, this game. I think it might be like other guys that might be your unsung heroes might see, a Tyler, uh, not Tyler Davidson, uh, Trey Hendrickson say, you know what I'm saying? You might see, uh, you might see, uh, Davenport get a little bit more pressure. Uh, it, it might be a little bit of a coming out party for him. Uh, Lattimore will lock up Julio, uh, and Ridley. Um, well, Lattimore gonna have to play right now. He's questionable. So I don't even know if he's going to play or not. Charles says, hey, TJ, I read an article that says Sean Payton wanted Tim Tebow to play Taysom Hill role, so I know he got some plays drawn up for Hill. Yeah, I, I agree with that, you know? I mean, Sean Payton is a guy that always stayed prepared, stayed ready. That's that's not a guy that I concern myself with is if, you know, he has a, 
you know, some play drawn up for Taysom. I'm pretty sure he he had plays drawn up for him every single year he's been with the New Orleans Saints. He's just been ready to and willing to ready to use them. Uh, your boy Jay says, I would love to see Trey Lance with the Saints next year. That, that can be a possibility. Can be a possibility. Uh, beware Ty Gurley. Uh, I, as much as I respect Ty Gurley, Ty Gurley is not the Ty Gurley that we just, uh, you know, have known uh, to respect over the years. I mean, I think he's still good, but he's damaged goods a little bit. And, um, you know, we all know what the Saints running, you know, running defense can do. And also, uh, you know, why I'm not really concerned about the Saints defense is because in situations like this, uh, we know we know about the New Orleans Saints. We know when their back is against the wall, they rise to the occasion. When they feel like somebody writing them off or if they have to step it up, they're going to do it. They know how much of an advantage Drew Brees being on the field is. And they know how big of a drop-off it is when he's not. That's the reason why they was one of the top five defenses in the league when Teddy Bridgewater was there. So you're going to see, you're going to see, I'm pretty sure the defense is going to step up. I'd be highly surprised if the defense uh, don't step up uh, during the absence of Drew Brees. I'm going to read a few more and then we're going to get up out of here. Uh, are we going to do, uh, what are we going to do to stop Julio? All we got to do is stop Julio. Excuse me. Yeah. All, well, no, nah, I disagree with that. I mean, they got some playmakers on that team, man. I'm, I'm not going to even, I ain't going to disrespect them like that, man. As much as we dislike Atlanta, they have some playmakers on that team. Was that a joke? They are a totally uh, choked team. Hmm. Uh, play uh, Deontay Johnson or Jefferson this week. Saints versus Hawks, NF, uh, NFC chip. Steelers versus Chiefs, AFC chip. Mm. Well, we got to get there first, man. We got to get there. It's time to see what Sean Payton can do with a limited passer. He's about to earn his money. I think he earned his money last year. I mean, with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I think he's earned his money with the fact that we ain't have no starting wide receivers. I think he earned his money when... Uh, you know, we didn't have two starting cornerbacks. The fact that he he called up game plans and the Saints haven't lost a game with all that stuff going on. Look, I think even if you criticize Sean Payton for his play calling, you got to say that the Saints have a really good coach. TJ, have you noticed Kamara isn't in MVP talk? Got to say, I like that we're flying under the radar. Uh, that way we aren't reading our press clippings. But but even with uh, Alvin, Alvin is not one of those guys that I feel like even if he reads his press clippings, it's going to matter. Now, you know how some guys be like, man, I ain't paying no attention to that. And, you know, they, they be lying. I, I don't I don't get that with Alvin. I think Alvin really legitimately don't read his press clippings. I think he really, truly don't buy into all that stuff. Like some guys, I really feel like they do. Like when uh, Michael Thomas and stuff like that, as much as I like him, you know, I see on Twitter Michael Thomas retweeting pro football focus numbers on itself. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really see that kind of stuff coming out of Alvin Kamara. So, I mean, I like Michael Thomas. I mean, you know, it, it didn't really affect him, you know what I'm saying, as a player. You know what I mean? Him retweeting the pro football focus stuff. So, I mean, that, that shows you right there that he actually cares about stats. But me personally, I don't think Alvin Kamara really care about that stuff. 
Uh, if our defense plays like it did the last two weeks, we will win every game. Yeah, you're gonna need. They're gonna need to step up. Saints and Steelers and Super Bowl. I disagree with that. I don't think the Steelers are gonna win no Super Bowl. Uh, if our defense plays like it did the last two weeks, we will win the game. Uh, we're going 13 and three again. Well, that's that's some, that's some strong optimism right there. But I mean. I am just going to reserve my judgment, okay? I hope the Saints win every game, but I'm still going to reserve my judgment. Uh, Michael Thomas due for a big, uh, big, big time day. Michael Thomas is hurt, folks. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell y'all, man. I, I don't expect Michael Thomas to go out there and be a factor. Uh, I, I look as a guy that that, that played his fair share receiver. That guy coming off the football, something ain't right, okay? The explosiveness that I've seen over the last couple of years with Michael Thomas is not there. Michael Thomas is a pure decoy. You know, Michael Thomas is out there demanding double teams so he can free up some of these other guys to make plays. Michael Thomas, like, if you throw him the ball and he open, he's going to catch it. But there's very little explosiveness, uh, him coming off the ball. It's pretty obvious that, you know what I'm saying, the hamstring and the ankle he's dealing with, I mean, he is his ankle is taped up. I mean, hamstrings don't don't heal that quick. So if you're expecting Michael Thomas to go out here and just be balling out, I don't expect that, man. I don't expect that. Maybe as the as the weeks go on, he'll get a little bit better. But I'm telling y'all, man, go back and watch this guy explode off the ball last year, year before that, and then go watch how he played against the 49ers and him coming off the ball. And that's something I went back and I watched. Man, I got a lot of respect for Michael Thomas, man. I know he's out there right now. He he's definitely serving servicing serving as a decoy right now. Because I mean, you still it, it, even though he's hurt, you still gotta account for the fact that he can catch the ball. And if he gets open, he's gonna catch it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my honest and humble opinion about that, man. Hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll start to see his numbers start to uptick as he gets healthier. But um, he not there yet. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all for those that called in. And thank you for all of the, the fans and, you know, supporters of the Saints. Also the fans of the Falcons, you know what I'm saying? That came into, you know, made the show what it is, you know. Man, I, I'm sorry, folks. I, I just don't have tonight for us with the Falcons. <laughs> I, I just don't, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll let y'all have it. But thank y'all. I really do appreciate it. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Looking forward to a good game, and uh, we'll have the State of the Saints Podcast leading up to the Week 11 matchup, Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons. And if anything changes, please check out uh, state of saints on twitter at state of saints on twitter uh, i'll make sure i keep you posted and also on facebook.com thank you very much till next time all i gotta say is who that <laughs>